Bruh, I'm so fucking annoyed right now, bruh. I hit pause. I'm a fucking recorder. Because a security guard came by flashing a fucking bright ass light in my face. And it was cool. Had a good conversation, whatever. Come back, hit stop. And so the beginning of the last episode, this, this current episode did not record, bruh. Why is my life going to be so hard, bro? <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, well. I don't even want to talk about what the fuck I was just talking about. <sighs> um, anyways, did do a cre- quick recap. Um, went to a friend's funeral. Um, it was, it sucked. It was, you know, it was sad. Um, I always, um. I was happy I had a good turnout, especially during uh, COVID and shit. Um, they had all, it was weird. They, it, you know, it was, uh, it was in the same, uh, I guess, hall or banquet or uh, building that uh, my niece had passed away, the same room. Um, so it was kind of, it, it, it really kind of, it was freaky. Um, chairs, it was like 24 chairs. Uh, four lines of like six chairs or, or vice versa whatever uh, chairs were spread out um, everyone was just sitting um, man it was just uh, I'm glad he got he got a good amount of people there um, it was one of those things where like fuck I don't know if anyone's gonna speak you know, as as uh, his funeral, and the reason that it had me worried because I mean I I knew, I, I kind of knew him, but I don't know. Part of me felt like a huge responsibility to like, come on guys, let's speak up or some shit. But I mean, I didn't because I mean it wasn't my place. But thankfully, people came up. It was just slow and good pretty good amount of people came up and talked um but um cool um yeah i, I it was weird man i it was a uh, i had a fucking uh get my my forehead scanned for temperature Put uh, hand sanitizer on, double up on masks and shit. Um, it's whatever. It was cool. Um, but yeah, man, being in that hall, it was kind of weird. Last time, like I said, my niece passed away, and uh, it was just uh, so many people there last time. Um, yeah, fucking uh, that happened. Um, Oh, I, I was talking about how my boy, Devontae, he's fucking moving to Iowa, boy. That boy making some moves over here. But I take a week off at the end uh, at the end of this month, help him out there move. Take a U-Haul out there and fucking just help him get set up. Um, me, the, bo- the homie, Matt. Um, yeah. Fucking um, proud of, bro. Took a long time. He's going somewhere peaceful where he he'll enjoy it. Got good price of a place. Fucking compared to over here in the bay. 
Um, yeah. Fucking, um, oh, I got fucking stopped by the uh, security guard right now a few minutes ago. Fucking, uh, he, he thought, he thought, uh, some, uh, some, uh, some people were fucking in the car. That's why he came by. He was like, bro was slowly creeping from like hell far. He was like, he'd walk, he'd stop and then he'd look, then he'd look around and then he'd walk again and keep repeating until he got close. Um, motherfucker was shining a light hell far. I guess trying to, he was saying, uh, some cops earlier caught some people fucking, uh, fucking. <laughs> He's, uh, they were, the cops were even joking like, bro was going fucking hard. <laughs> I'm a fucking female, bro. Yeah. But yeah, this guy was cool, man. He was like this old, uh, old, like, Gramps, uh, Gramps fucking, uh, yeah, he was fucking dying, saying, like, nigga, like, he was fucking like he was out of jail, fucking like his life depended on it and shit. Um, but yeah. Um, it's been a long week. Long, long week. Let's see, I'm trying to think of what else. Um, um I ended up going to a Halloween costume party. Um, let, it was a late notice, so I didn't really have a costume. I just went, I just went there looked nice got dressed up and shit um but it was dope it was dope being around around people man it's uh fucking uh it's been a minute it's been a minute since i've been at a party too but I had a good time man it was just uh i enjoyed myself fucking uh drank drank a little bit fucking was killing waters like a motherfucker though um it was cool. It was real cool. I mean, it was a party. I mean, I don't know what more you can really say. Nothing eventful happened, but it was just a really good time. Um, went to a party with a bunch of coworkers and shit. Um, cool people. Um, you know, it's one of those things where uh, I got invited through someone uh, who was throwing a party, and I'm like, uh, in my head, I'm like, well, I, honestly, I didn't have because I was kicking it with a bunch of coworkers after work when I got invited, so I was pretty cool. But like, you know, it's one of those things where you're like, "Fuck!" I hope everyone's cool, you know, with me coming through, or like, um, "Fuck!" I hope I hope everyone's vibe just checks out together, you know, and everyone has a good time and shit. Everyone fucking did, man. We're playing uh, beer pong, uh, fucking uh, the. The person who had the party, her uh, roommate, uh, fucking had a he. His friend was DJing the party. A bunch of he he was playing a bunch of EDM music. I mean, it's cool, man. But man, I really wish there was some hip hop music in that. I mean, it's even when I've I went to club, I've gone to clubs and shit like that. It's I have a weird and hard time. Uh, I could dance I like to dance a lot But unless the music really brings it out of me I just bounce a little bit I just bounce a little bit And I bob my head and shit And it's cool It's alright But man I love it uh, You know you know who is? I think I mentioned this before My partner in crime Whenever it comes to dancing Dancing Especially at a club and shit It's my homeboy Mark man 
Me and him, boy, we, that synergy is tight, bro. We fucking just tear it up, man. I remember a few times, like, uh, once or twice, we fucking met these females just fucking, dan- like, just dancing and shit. Uh, man, it was a good time, dude. That was, like, one of the last times uh, I seen, bro, before he went to uh, de- get deployed late last year. Um, checked on, I checked in on him. He was doing good. He's doing pretty good. Send the service now, Army. Boy losing some weight. I mean, he was a, he was, you know, he was a, uh, uh, fuck, I'm gonna fuck this up. He was a, um, fitness, uh, not, he was a fitness trainer, but it was a, uh, it's what fitness trainer people go to school for. Uh, physical therapy. Fist? No. He 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 didn't know some shit to take care of everybody, but he fucking uh he went to school basically for fitness and shit. Um he did sports, uh sports he was like a San Jose football med he was on a San Jose football medical team, like uh for injuries and shit like that. Uh sports train God damn it. I don't know. I can't get the right <laughs> fucking title. My bad, homie. Um, but yeah. Um, trying to think. Trying to think. But yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've been feeling really good lately. Uh, this last week, like I said, um, lost shit. Ended up contacting a law firm and shit. Try to uh, see about... Uh, having someone a league on the legal side drafting up some fucking uh, updated uh, contracts so I can try to fucking uh, give it to producers or some shit like that just so because I, I the legal the legal aspects of shit I don't get what well, I, I I get but there is stuff that I don't know that exists and. There's a lot of doublespeak. Um, a lot of things, I guess, cancel out, which I, it, it's hard to explain, but there's some fucking legal terminology and shit that I just don't get. And so I'm, I'm trying to hire a lawyer to read, understand, and draft a contract that better, that's fairer and better, you know, suits these things I want to get. Because, I mean, to be honest, I want to do something. It's something different, but honestly, it's not. I don't know if it's happening now in the rap game or some shit like that. I'm sure it is maybe on some level. Some level. Um, I just want to create a fairer contract, bro. Like, real talk, I'm trying to. Um, it's going to be awkward as fuck. Like, a, uh, if a producer has their contract available, I'm a fucking... Uh, rip it, not rip it, but fucking like take it, a uh, screenshot or whatever, send it to a legal guy, have him read it, let me know if it's if it's good, if it's solid, what needs to be updated, and then have him draft me up a new one and be like, hey, I read your contract and some things weren't, uh, some things had me concerned and something, I had this new one drafted up, I hope it works for both of us, um, here's the updates, and I just want a fair 50-50 kind of split, man. 
you know, because they can make something. The one thing I don't like, which a lot of producers fucking do, is fucking, they, you know, take responsibility for your shit. I know it's legal shit and you want to protect yourself, but people in the music game are ruthless and they come hard, like, with anything, bruh. Like, the producer would, like, uh, how do you say, um... They will wave. They have a uh, have a uh, a section somewhere in the middle of the fucking uh, or middle or middle and to the end of the contract where it says like they're waiving any responsibility or accountability for any chance or like if basically any sample or or use of um. Basically, any sample, or if it's found that there, there's something that they didn't get cleared, or even clearance, it's like, or okay, I'm trying to let me okay, I'm speaking hell faster before my thoughts are coming out. Um, they put out a waiver saying that they don't, they're not taking the responsibility, the, the artist is now taking responsibility. Once they, once the artist signs a contract for that beat, that they are responsible. In the case, if there's like a, a small chance that they get hit with a claim that of a clearance or of a sample that wasn't cleared, or the cadence of a beat or similarities of a beat towards another song, if it's taken and it's being basically called out for copying or um yeah um it's like it 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 really fucking bugs me because you supposedly the producer you supposedly made this fucking beat and I'll give it up I'll, on a, on a heart on a hierarchy I reckon it's it sucks but I recognize as the artist as a lyricist I'm low on the totem. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got producers at the top because they create the beat. This is all in my eyes, and perhaps other people understand this perception as well. They create the beats. Um, honestly, I don't think one can exist really well without another. Um, they can't exist in their own sphere, but they all have something that the other section needs so it's the producers on top they make the beats the instrumentals the cadence or what the melody and the beat and all that then it's like the engineers uh fucking like tweaking the the vocals that's being recorded those guys are fucking wizards they do things on the fly um yeah and then it's fucking the lyricist he he adds a fucking story if there's any. He adds the vibe. He adds the cool nits. Cool. My bad. He adds or she adds the coolness. The the thing that makes people want to actually hear that beat or that engineer's work. Um, like I said, they all need each other. But I understand if there is a hierarchy, that's the hierarchy. And it really fucking annoys me that 
because I have tremendous respect. Like, I was recording with uh, Joel uh, a session. Um, this last, it was last this last week. Yeah, I I talked about it already. Or maybe it was two weeks ago. Um, bro, so so I I purchased I purchased a a beat, and they had a bunch of trackouts. Trackouts is basically like um, it's the individual you know um uh instruments used within that song or that that beat like you hear like uh, some drum sets at different tempos uh different places within the 4/4 measure um and, you know you hear some high high hats and I'm not even going to act like I know all these instrumentals and shit like that but you have a different instruments instruments that are playing repeatedly in loop that are layered uh on top of each other to create one cohesive sound a beat a song so i had many layers and shit and the engineer that i hired that we went to the studio for to record he was just he was adjusting the quality the the, the uh eq of all of these uh track outs you're just going boom, boom, boom. And there was like a hundred or so track outs with different, like he was just going through them, adjusting them from the sound, make sure they're all good. And I hear, I was hearing all these different sounds. I was like, yo, that's in this beat. Yo, that alone is fucking a beautiful sound. It's a beautiful melody that the producer, the, the, the beat maker made. It was like, fuck, there's so many layers to this song. It's amazing. And then, just I'm not saying this guy, this producer that uh, is the reason I'm bringing this up, but it's just an example. But it's just it leaves because I've seen a lot of shitty contracts just reading it over and they made it a big understanding, like in bold letters sometimes or they write two twice pretty near each other um, in a contract saying that they're not responsible for any case of like um a theft if like you know using a beat just like i said um i can't think of the terminology right now but uh it's just like yo why would you why would you even leave it up to chance that you took someone else's like melody or unique um fucking um said god damn it unique set of instruments like if um like if nothing for example dr dre's nothing but a g thing or snoop dogs dre and snoops nothing but a g thing if not the entire beat if someone on youtube made a beat that sounded real similar but they themselves went and like really listened to the bm like and and they were like yo this song has this like dun, dun 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 I can't remember nothing but a G thing right now, so I apologize. <laughs> but it's it's uh it's they take that and they put it in their own song. It's and it's pretty recognizable, but it's not nothing but a G thing, G thing. And then they sell it like they created this motherfucker like it was nothing. And then the artist, whether they know that song or not, or those artists they grab it they sell it they're they're on a they're on the impression that this producer made this shit from his fucking head 
And it just... It's like, if you took something, make sure you clear it, bro. It's like the artists themselves. If I took a fucking line or a lyric and I'm not paying homage, but I play it off like I thought of that shit, yo, I'm responsible. I'm not going to say... In my in a, in a contract we work. If I if I made a contract with a producer, I'm only gonna say I'm waiving any responsibility if any lyrics, any cadence, any flow that is in the song that's not genuinely mine that I'm not responsible for, it. and any claims that come against it, the producer has to take all the heat. They have to pay anything that needs to be paid or uh, deal with it themselves. And it's just the audacity, bruh. Like, if I fucked up and did that, then that's on me. That's on this whole contractual arrangement. You know what I'm saying? I expect the same thing for you. If you took something, and it's really easy. Because, I mean, like I said, there's hella layers of a track. And if another producer or engineer hears that and be like, yo, you took that. It's obviously you took that because I don't have the fucking ear. You know, I don't be doing that shit. And it's like you took that. You stole that. And, you know, it, that just that just really pissed me off. Um, that's one of my biggest pet peeves and shit in a contract dealing with the producer. Um, yeah. Oh, right, I gotta say, man, I was really—I didn't say this last time, but I was really proud of Joel, cause um, I'm proud of you, bro. You, cause you went when, when we went recording. It was your first time. It was his, you know, first time in the studio. He fucking—I tried to prepare him as much as I could, and I don't know if it helped him any, but I tried to get him as comfortable as I could and like tell him to. You know, everything about this engineer that I work with, you know, how he works, little intricacies like because this guy is like straightforward, like you need to repeat something. Let's do it. He won't sour coat anything. Um, You well, this is me personally. I ask him for his opinion because I I appreciate it. And he has the ear. and He has a sound. If something needs to be fixed, I'll take the criticism and I'll fix it. Um. If he wants to add something dope and he and I was telling him, bro, like if he's into your shit or he's feeling what we're doing, he'll add some shit to the song. He'll, you know, obviously he will because I'm paying him to do mixing and all that, but he'll really get into it. He'll be like, wait, hold on. Let me try this. You know, it put add in little effects and shit like that. And um, because because if he's not feeling I've had this before too early on. He'll record the song. He'll fix it up. He'll add a little, little something to it. But then he'll be done real quick. Um, it's not that he finishes the effect real quick. It's just that he thinks here's a little something that might help it out. Um, but but what he was doing, he was taking his time. He's like, wait, hold on. I need to get this right. Dun, dun, dun. And then he was suggesting shit for the chorus. It was just fucking beautiful. And Joel, he was doing fucking great, fucking just killing it. Like, me and him both went in there. These were lyrics we've been practicing for weeks and months. But we 
we fucking knocked them out pretty damn fast. The only thing, if anything, was we just fixed our, de- not even our deliveries, but we tried out different deliveries for each of our rhymes. If we're like, nah, let me try this. There was little things that we changed within each version of our uh, of our lyrics and shit. It's not like we kept tripping up and shit. But he went in there and you could just tell the excitement, man. I was fucking juiced. I was like, bro, you see what I've been telling you, bro? Like, this guy is a fucking wizard, bro. He's tricking out every fucking song. And, bro, like, he did some amazing work with Joel's vocals. And Joel had, Joel had this energy. He had this crisp, crisp, crispness in his voice. His punchlines were hella crisp. It was just, it was just, dog, it was just, it was just on point. Like, listening to the songs we recorded so far, easily there's some, a bunch of key parts of his lyrics and his verse and in his chorus, obviously, um, that really just stand out. And man, I'm fucking feeling this fucking album. Huh. Fuck. Yeah, man, fucking, uh, just knocked out, re-knocked out a verse that I had, that for the longest time I was, I had made it, it sounded, it sounded okay, but throughout the months of just having it on the back burner and focusing on the newer songs that we need to get done, I went back onto it, and it was just, I, I had to accept the reality that that verse wasn't what I thought it was. That's always harsh too, man. It's because it had some good lines in it. I kept the beginning, thank God. I like the weird beginning that I have in that verse. But it was just like, man. Whenever you're revising as a lyricist, it's um, it always sucks, man. Like if you feel like you're feeling something and you have, you have to really sit down and uh, like take a minute to really break down what you're feeling because you're like I can make this verse work I can make it work I mean uh it it worked one time when I was rehearsing it it could work now um but then you get close to the recording day and you're like fuck dog I don't know if I can do this because it's not coming off the way I wanted to I've been doing it over and over and over and now the flow I can't even recognize what kind of flow I had that it had worked with I can't remember the little breaths I've taken, the little weird ways I pronounce the words to have it fit and flow with each thing. It was just killing me. And um, I had to rewrite the whole verse. Um, it was like a minute or so of verse. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's weird to say it like it was a big deal, but it is. Um, because, I mean, if you're not a, a lyricist, you're like, well, okay, hold on. Yeah, I guess it all depends on how serious the lyricist takes it. Um, if I was just randomly spurting out some random rhymes, some bullshit that meant nothing, okay, sure, I could probably get that done. But I, I was trying to create a story, trying to be real creative with my mean, uh, you know, metaphors and my uh, just a bunch of shit, and create a new path, a new flow, rather than try to create new rhymes with different words and create the same flow they had originally and it feels it feels good like that old flow that old lyrics 
they're they're gone. I mean, I mean, I put them in my lyrical graveyard, but my boneyard, um, which is basically just a folder or notes notepad full of rhymes that I were gonna was gonna use, don't use anymore. Um, that I might use in the future. Um, I always gotta keep that. Um, I don't really refer back to it as much, but for the one for the day. Cause I, I keep I you know I uh, I trim the fat you know if if there was something that was worth keeping I had an interesting perspective I keep that lyric I keep those lyrics I keep that flow um, and hopefully in the future I come back to it and I uh, apply it to a new song a new lyric it be, you know it's the it becomes that missing puzzle piece um, but yeah I uh, I had to scrap everything and I I finished it and. Man, the flow is so more. Man, this whole project, I can't, I can't even explain how much I appreciate doing this. Cause there's an overall not happiness, and I've been, I've had some shit, um, some dark depression shit happen and all that throughout this whole six, seven months of making this. But the overall feeling is that there's this weight of like. Of a new possibility of um, just happiness, just warmth, this bounce to my rhymes. Like I discovered a whole new, like my sound is getting more solidified and it's becoming more apparent of my style. Um, and it's just, it's a, uh, it's, it's pretty cool and unique. I, I want to try to balance it out so that I don't fall deep into it. I want to be able to switch up if I need to or try new things out. I don't want to just be like, oh, that's the same style. Like, And basically, I want to take whatever I learned, all of what I've learned from this album, and apply it to my next and add new things to it. I don't want this album to become what will be now be known as the general or the automated or the... um the default flow for me in the future. You know, it's like, oh, since he did that project, all his other projects sound the same. Um, he didn't really add or bring anything new to that. So I got to be careful of that. Um, but it's cool because right now I'm, I'm like, it feels like at least halfway or a little bit more than halfway uh, done making the product and then after that, going to the full marketing uh, for it. And uh, my bad if you're hearing this, all these fucking smacking my lips and shit. I'm just trying to, you know, keep my lips chopped. Um, but it feels real good. I'm already thinking of my... this. Uh, throughout this whole time, I've been really solidifying my story for my next album this next album i've been the name and the idea i've been having for years um but i had to make it gradually there um and then this project came out of nowhere and kind of took its place but it was a good breather because now it feels like before this project with uh ebt easily broken and terrified it was a darker sounding thing, more depressing compared to what we've got for this one. 
and this one's lighter. So I was just thinking today I was riding and I was um as I was riding it was like it it felt weird or this perspective where like my next album might actually be pretty good because I went real dark if compared to now what it feels like now I went real dark my previous EP I'm going real not bubbly and there's some dark matters in here but the way I presented it it's a lot lighter and so I think I'm a I went down and I went up and for my next project I'm a mellow out right there in that sweet spot where it's gonna have this new bumping f- uh, the reason I think this album is really um not bubbly but like happier is cause I really went out of my way to try different flows and different styles. I have a real monotone kind of flat voice. Um, and if I go higher, it sounds like I'm projecting and I'm yelling, but, and then, um, it just comes off as a giant ass whisper <laughs> basically. But with this one, I, I really went out of my way to have this, energetic and bouncy uh voice and uh this energy and so it's um it's it's just it's it's dope i can't wait to get to writing the scripts after we figure out the placements of all the songs make sure that the scripts uh the 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 scripts and the scenes they match cohesively uh throughout the album and the in it there's this nice uh wave or flow throughout the whole album rather than just like here's a bunch of here's a playlist i don't want it to sound like a playlist but rather a cohesive project you know beginning to end there's a sound that you start with oh man joe really pitched me on this uh intro and uh there's a little bit of an impossible task that i put myself for this intro that i really hope follows through it, it, you know, the because of what it is, Joel is a little reserved about it because he doesn't doesn't fuck with what this thing is entirely, but he likes the idea. Um, but I think it would really help our project just be a, res- a representation of where we're from, and it, it's just dope. Um. That I, I like that beat. I want to get that beat immediately because I started writing a few days ago and, and uh, today I'm like a little more than halfway through it. And yo, my verse is nice. Like I come in that motherfucker like energized. I'm like, yo, let's fucking get it. And it just it just feels good as an intro. It feels real good. I'm glad we had it. We've had the idea for it as an intro for a while. It was his idea. Um, and in my back of my mind, I'm like, shit, I don't know if this will work. Just because personally, I've had uh, songs where I'm like, this is the intro, outro, and then but later on, it just doesn't fit my style, my my flow, my. I'm not feeling these type of beats anymore throughout the whole process. Um, the sound is different throughout the making of it than when I started. Um. But this one, we kept it in mind real tough. Like, no, this is it. This is the best way to start our album. And it's just, it has me fucking juiced.
Um, we we're gonna create some content. Just once once the project's out, we're gonna create some content to really go in depth on the project and each other's perspective or inspirations for it. Um, if we had any fucking uh, um, goals for it and uh, just these uh, this, these little things that we kept in mind when making this whole thing. Um, so I'm really I'm really excited for it. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's it's I want to say a lot more, but there's nothing to say right now without going specifically into each thing. And um, I want to chill off that. Um, okay, uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. Um, oh. Yo, okay, so, bruh, okay. This is pretty dumb on my part. Um, it sucks, but I'm kind of chalking it up as a loss. It's not as bad as it seems, and it's a little, it's a little thing, but... It's kind of a young, dumb moment I had. And but at the same time, I didn't give a fuck. Even now, I kind of don't mind that I did it. But I do realize it was fucking... I guess it was dumb. No matter what people are going to say, it was dumb and some shit. But on a, on a Halloween, I was doing... you know, I mean, the, the 30th of October, I was uh, kicking it with co-workers... And then found out that, you know, they're going to have a party the next night on Halloween. Um, and so it's after work. I've done, I'm done working, but I work the next morning on hollow on Halloween. Um, and it's like one o'clock in the morning. Uh, we were chilling out by fucking, um, Lake Merritt, Lake Merritt, bunch of us smoking, drinking a little bit. And, um, I didn't really drink too much. I didn't really drink because I had to drive. I wasn't going to be there that long because I had work the next, the next morning. And, um, we were there for like maybe four or five hours. No, hold on. Three, three hours, I think. Fuck. It was a cool minute. It was a cool minute. Okay. I'm going to say that. Um, but I'm all good. Fucking uh, had some water and shit like that. Drinking water like a motherfucker. Have this. I, I, I've gone into it before where I'm like. Hands shaking and shit like that. Um, but yeah I'm driving home. I had to take another route. Because all the fucking. Uh, the. Uh, freeway entrances were fucking blocked. Because of road work. And. Fuck! I'm, I'm driving, and this motherfucking car runs a stoplight, a stop sign at an intersection. Hits the brakes pretty hard, but still skirts and hits the side of my passenger car, bro. I don't know how big the dent is at that moment. Motherfucker, uh, I, I fucking he has the lights, headlights shining into my car. I point off from the intersection, like, yo, we'll, we'll take it over there. Get out of the intersection. Motherfucker speeds off. 
I'm like, yo, fuck this shit. Fuck this nigga, bro. I follow him. Like I said, dumb shit. And uh, it happened right around the corner. All this is like, it's pretty tucked in. Like tall buildings and residential, low-key residential area. And he turns a corner. He's speeding like a motherfucker. I regain my position in the intersection, follow him, but then I lose him. And there's like two of these intersections. And I'm like, I don't know where the fuck he's at. Uh, so I just keep driving forward. Uh, like maybe he, maybe bruh just kept driving straight. I feel like bruh is so stupid. He just kept driving straight. He didn't try go on a busy street and act like, you know, a normal car and shit. Um, so I make my way, not have no idea where he's at. Just a guess, a hunch. I fucking turn past these two intersections onto this, like the street ends and it ends in a curve where it's going to another intersection within a, you know, residential area. And I turn, make the curve and then a similar looking car. I don't know what kind of car it was, man. Like motherfucker just hit me. I know it was gray. Uh, sedan it's, it's like a JDM wannabe but he this car pulls up and this young motherfucker like maybe at most four years younger than me or maybe the same age but a pretty bored looking motherfucker and he had a second dri- a second person in a passenger, passenger seat and he rolls down the window. I don't know if it's this guy, but I'm like, I'm assuming it is, but I'm not fully going into it. Like, this is that, that guy that just hit me. But this guy, as I was turning, he was already rolling down his window. And he's like staring at me. I, I roll my window down like, yo, you got something to say to me. If it was that guy that I was looking for, or if it wasn't, this guy looked like he wanted to say something to me. So I'm like 50, 50% like, okay, I'm going to hear this guy out. Maybe it's nothing has to do with this accident. But it could be this guy. And I'm just like, yo, fuck it. Like this kind of, I don't know. I'm not usually like this, but like at this point in my life, I was just like, fuck this nigga, bro. Like this nigga did not just hit me like acting like a little bitch. And speeding off. Like, come on, bro. It's 1 1 a.m. in the morning. I don't need that shit. And we both, he already knows that it's me. I don't know if it's him. But then he starts slowing down, sticking his head out the window, but still rolling his car. I kind of come to a stop, mid-turn, still looking back at the, picking my head out the window. This bitch-ass nigga pulls out a gun, racks the slide. Real loud. It's a real quiet night. One o'clock in the morning. He racks a slide and fucking takes off in the car. Like, what kind of bitch move? Either you're going to... Like, like, I'm going to get scared of a... It's a... Like I said, it's a dumb fucking thing, but... A normal person would got scared, drove off, and not even followed him. I decided to fucking bust a U-turn right there in that thing, in that that corner. But like after he racked the slide... He fucking drove off, sped off. And then after I turned that corner, I'm like, I lost you again, bro. Like, I'm busy trying to turn the corner. You sped off like a bitch. 
It's just like, how the fuck you gonna rack a slide? Like, you gonna do something, but not follow through with it. Like, I expect they got to stop after racking the slide or pouring that fucking gun at me. I don't know if I was gonna dispute it. I probably wasn't gonna go fight it, but I wasn't gonna back down. That's all I'm saying. And it was just, uh, yeah. And I passed the gas station. I just like, fuck it. I'll go home. I'm going home. I don't need this shit. I got to work in the morning. I'm tired. Um, I got to go to a party the next night. Um, I got, and I ended up uh, going to go vote that morning. So I, I was already like, I got, and I had to do laundry within the two or three hour time span between before I went to work. I was just like, I don't, I got so much shit I need to do in the morning. I only got four hours of sleep. I was like, uh, no, I got like four and a half hours of sleep. I was like, fuck it, bro. Whatever. And I, I'm passing the uh, gas station and I see a gray car at this point, even with this slowing down thing and him racking his gun, I don't pay attention to the car. I know the car basic I know it's gray I know it's like a JDM like I was saying I know a young nigga with a passenger was in it uh, I'm assuming he was with a fucking female because he racked his fucking gun but didn't do nothing about it he just wanted to act like a tough ass nigga whereas I'm sure if he had his homie in the passenger seat he would have been fucking poking his head out too he would have riled him up as the driver up as well and it would have been more of a thing. Um, but I see a car fucking pumping up, uh, putting uh, air in the tire. And I swear, I had this I had this moment where I'm like, this is the guy. This is the motherfucker who threatened me with the gun right now. I wanted to pull into that fucking gas station and just like, yo, what the fuck? You know, like, like. You want you want to be about it type shit, and I was just like, no, it's fuck is it? Because I wasn't sure, I wasn't sure if it was that guy or not, and just at this point knowing what he had, because the whole reason okay, I forgot about this, the whole reason I was following him was I just wanted a license plate. I just wanted a license plate. That's all I wanted. But this whole thing happened, and he's seen me, we seen each other, the whole gun shit happened before I even got the license plate. Um, and part of me was like, let's just drive up, get a license plate, see if a reaction happens. But I'm like, fuck it, no. Because that would be the dumb thing to do. After this point, knowing what he had and knowing what I did not have, it would have been dumb. And I was not going to get shot or die over something that was stupid. Something that just happened? All right. You know? Key of the moment, passion thing, shit popped off. But knowing all this and still deciding to go do that shit, that was fucking dumb. I couldn't do that. I could not allow myself to do that. Um... And the whole insurance thing, I, I like I said, oh, what even made me even more mad is that my fucking passenger mirror 
I found out before later earlier in that day that it got fucking broken. I don't know who the I. I mean, I'm guessing my uncle broke it, but I can't be sure, bro. I really can't be sure, but that motherfucker just slides back and forth. It's not even a, it's not even functioning. Mirror's fine, but it just it just doesn't sit right. It was just um, yeah. I mean, honestly, I didn't have to tell the story. Um, might be too involving in my life, but at the same time, I wanted to really get it off my. It's honestly, it was something new that happened in the week, and I had already thought about it and understand what I did wrong, why I did it, and so I was. Pre- I wanted to present it to you guys, and I, as a lesson learned, type of thing. Um, it's it wasn't the first time I dealt with some shit like this with the uh, gun type shit, but it was the latest one, and it's uh, it's just uh, I I really want to as a cautionary tale, I guess. Um, I wanted to be honest and shit, and uh, really, uh, if you guys learn anything from it, man, you know, don't fucking go with dude some dumb shit like that. At that moment, I felt like, yo, I, I okay, the point, an important thing, the reason I bring it, bring it up is because it felt like I was right there on the cusp of being an old, you know, like a, Maturing as a man and still having part of that young man tendency. Now, young man tendencies or that young man attitude—they're bashful. They—I've had it kind of, you know. I'm 27 now, close to 30, and so I'm like nearing that edge where I'm like, "Yo, this is dumb shit, bro. There's no need to be doing that." Like, I'm sure eventually, heavy ass fights or arguments that would have had younger where it would have escalated to a higher point now and maybe in the future I'll probably be like it's not worth it you know and I'll be one of those old heads that gives you advice and shit like that and it's weird but I felt it that that night where I'm like I'm in the middle right now cause I understand how stupid it was but part of me just wanted to go with it I just fucking wanted to go through with it. And I don't know if it didn't feel wrong to me. That's what I'm trying to say. It felt right. It felt justified. Um, I don't know. I think as a man, as a man, you might have these moments. And all I'm trying to say is recognize them and um, try to understand them and break them down. Try to get some kind of life lesson from them. Um, there'll be interesting stories if you learn something from them. Um, yeah, and I, I don't. Part of me feels vulnerable because it was something stupid on my part, but at the same time, it was a noteworthy thing that happened and uh, I want to use it as a learning experience not only for myself but for others and um, yeah that had to happen I wouldn't have made it to that party I wouldn't be seeing my boy up going off to another state 
um, see my nieces, my family, shit like that. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have gone this night at uh, this this album that I'm working with Joel out. And part of me, I thought about that too. Uh, it's kind of fucked up, but that was on my main mind because it's all I've been thinking about lately. Um, but I, it just that really kind of crushed me too. I, I and it, it's something where I'm like, fuck, bro. There was a real chance that you were not gonna be able to, because me and Joel putting everything into this album. Like we're both excited for this, and honestly, right now, if on the outside it seems like it's just a regular ass project, we're making music, whatever. But to me, and I think to him, there's so much promise in this. This low key feels, if not. It feels like the album leading up to where we get blown up. That's that's a feeling I have for this. And if it, if we don't make it this right here, we're damn. It feels damn near close. That's it, it's a it's a weird feeling, and um, I don't know if artists or any artist has documented this feeling as it's happening or just near after it's happened or some shit like that where they're like I blew up and this is how I felt leading up to that um I'm sure I'm sure that there's some artists that have done that but as accurately as being in the moment and documenting it like with this podcast there's this feeling there's this general feeling where like everything's slowly coming slowly coming together in a legal way, like the album's coming together, the concept is coming together, the marketing's coming together, the legal side of what we're doing is coming together. It's gonna be a legit album. I mean, it's it's just right now it's just not known. We're we're on that side of where one day we can become nothing. Well, I mean, we're not we're not nothing, but we're not known for our shit or we don't have many fans but then one day later it's like boom we're blown up like people are noticing us and shit like that I'm not in for all that but I'm trying to prepare myself and for it cause I don't wanna be consumed by it later and not have prepared my mind my mind body and soul for it um I want to make sure not to get caught up in that and just think I'm invincible. I'm not. I need to make sure everything's fucking taken care of. Everything is backed up. Everything. Um, I, I want to make sure I have a good foundation. That's my main primary goal right now. Um, But yeah, that's that's that, you know. You know, I was... uh. I was listening to Jason Mraz and uh, Magic on a way to work, uh, on a way from work, because I work in the valley. Um, and my headquarters and like it is in a bay. Um, it just had me thinking of Hawaii. Of uh, when I went to Hawaii a few years back in uh, 2015. Man, I was just a, it was just a good ass time, man. Like. Uh, 
I felt really relaxed there, you know. It's uh it's hell around the mountain why I brought it up, but it was just it was just on my mind. It was just it was just one of the most relaxing periods in my time in, in, in my life. I, I we went to uh, Kauai and uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I don't know what I was gonna bring uh, try to connect it to, but it was just on my it's been on my mind. Um, yeah. I want to go back sometime soon. Um, yeah. Fuck, let me see where I'm at. Ooh-wee. Four, 56, 57 minutes. For sure. Um, yeah, I hope this was a solid episode for you guys, man. Uh, I got work in the morning, so I'm trying to wrap this up. But, I mean, shit. I mean, you know, if you're interested in this project or looking forward to it, you know, just hit me up on Instagram, you know. Um, Blaze Blaze Avenue, at Blaze Avenue, Blaze underscore Avenue. Or hit my boy up. uh, uh, It's the brown boy wonder on Instagram. But, yeah, it's just... uh, I'm really excited for the project. I hope it's coming across that way. Um, yeah, if, you know, if I got fans or family, I don't know who. It's one of those things where I don't go out of my way to see who's listening. I just appreciate the listen, the download. Um, yeah, I, 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 I hope I wasn't everywhere with this, uh, this episode. Um, I think I'm getting better at it. Um, compare it, it's 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 funny how how much of a difference or con, the consistency made to where like I mean I'm really comfortable just talking into my phone into from a pop filter, just explaining my mindset. You know, it's it's funny how long how much that's changed and how comfortable I've gotten. Um, I don't know. I just kind of find it fascinating, you know. It's this weird little quality or thing I do that, I don't know. I've never, uh, I've never been one to reveal a lot about myself because I've never thought of it being worth be worth revealing, I guess. Um, and I hope, uh, I ho- you know, I hope in, uh, <laughs> I probably, I, I for sure probably say this every episode, but I hope you enjoy it. Uh, I appreciate you listening. And, uh, I hope I don't drag on over the same, over the same shit. I hope I always bring my goal is with this podcast is always to bring, uh, n- a more in-depth look into my mind, uh, my perspective, um, my goals, uh, my ideas, and like what I want for myself and my art, and uh, you know the people around me. You know, just 
just uh, how everything's working out, you know. Uh, it's crazy how normalized this podcast and uh, converse conversing with oneself it it is in this time period. Um, oh shit, we just uh, November second. This is gonna be on November third, election day. Um, I don't know. I do not know what's going to happen. At this point, it feels like something bad is ultimately going to happen. It's just a matter of how do you want it given to you? Um, do you want a blunt honesty or do you want or like, you know, or this little like it, it covered up in the lie like yeah things are gonna work out it just feels like pick your poison and honestly the it, it just it bothers me how so much people are not seeing the bigger picture of everything but man I went into so much research these last two three weeks because I, I really took voting. I took voting serious just for my surrounding areas. For these like props and shit. And measures for my city and shit. Man, it's, it's so fucking hard. Because I had to find so many fucking um, videos, articles. Just combating each other. I had to like read a bunch of articles on the same prop explaining both sides to get a general idea because one article one video describes it one way i'm trying to get the average i'm trying to get the average information from all of those the collective amount you know so for one prop i'd watch seven eight videos explaining it and i'd pick up something new that someone else didn't mention i'm like yo that's kind of important um or or like here's what they're not telling you kind of thing. It's it's crazy on it's crazy if you think how basic of this thing is. Here's a new thing, a new rule that we or a new law we're trying to get passed. And one of the sides is trying to convince you that it would not work. It will not work. How crazy of a fucking concept that it is that Here's something that's gonna be that we want to put in effect, and the other person going like, uh, it's just like, why can't someone just explain the problem with a prop and be like, here's why in the long term this is bad, instead of trying to emphasize a problem or like a, a, a perspective that just appeals to the masses, you know, and make and, and really focus, focus their campaign on that. And we're like, of course you don't want this to happen. Right. But like their, their subtext or underlining meanings between everything. I don't know. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not a fucking, uh, politician or fucking, I mean, Whoever, you know, it's my fucking, you know, opinion, you know, 
does it does it matter basically? I mean, you guys got your own and shit. It's just it just really bothers me, you know. Um, it feels like a lot of he said, she said, and it's just uh, you ultimately have to make a, a a good a good decision for what you think might work for everyone, or unless you know you just completely for yourself and you just you know, like how is this gonna benefit me? Which I get, I get. Um. But yeah, it was it was cool. Did that? Went in my pajamas, just uh, chilled out, uh, voted. Um, it was weird. Uh, last election, I kind of had a idea Trump was gonna win. I didn't like both candidates, either. I think at that point I was twenty three. When the election happened. And at that point. It was just like. I knew. It's just. It's. It was. Compared. Compared to this year. This election. It was. A real. Calmer. Election. It was. You know. But. It was like. Of course. I seen the last few minutes. When they were deciding. Who won. And shit like that. And it just felt like. Yeah. That's right. That, That feels about right. But it was still trippy to see it. Um, I feel bad for doing this because it feels like a dumb thing to do. Because, I mean, just talking about it, it was like, of course, that's not going to happen. Um, but part of me that next morning, because I went to a gym, 24 hour fitness to work out. And it felt weird. Like, I'm always aware of what I look like and um, how I'm being perceived by my surroundings and by the people in my surroundings um, by cops uh, you know white people other minorities and shit blah 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 you know all that all that shit um but I, I actually let that fucking fear get to my head that morning in a five or ten minute in like a two to five minute actually period like there's just a bunch of white people just got amplified in my view it's like when you get a, a car let's say a Lexus and all of a sudden you start recognizing yo I'm seeing a lot more Lexus on the street there's a term for it to where it's like a because something's this because something is now involved in your life. You're real. You're recognizing it rather than you would have done beforehand had not that thing entered your life. Basically, um, there's a term for it. But basically, like all the all the white people I was pa- walking past, I was like a little bit hit with fear. Like, yo, are they gonna bash out on these minorities on me? Like, take a swing. Just think because they have some kind of impunity because this blunt uh, Republican white boy is now in the office. I got hit with that. I felt so fucking dumb and stupid after after this one white guy, older white gentleman passed me. I was like, what the fuck are you thinking, bro? Nothing's going to happen to you, bro. If it if something did, you'll take care of it. Sure. But 
what are you doing with these prejudices now, bro? Like, cause it, it hit me weird because I don't, I'm not that type of person. But when that happened, I'm like, so is this the ultimate, like, um, all doors open or like, or is that, that saying like, um, or that fucking, it's just like everyone, the opportunities there now, like we have a chance. So they have an opportunity now. Are they going to capitalize and be hella racist and just like, fuck these, fuck this black guy, fuck this Mexican, shit like that? It's going to be a real problem, basically. And um, I felt real stupid. I was like, yo, don't let these niggas play you like that, bruh. There are good people and shit like that. There's no need to be paranoid or think because this happened now. We're going to have a race war. We're slowly... If that does happen, it's because we're slowly, gradually building to it. It's not like, okay, I I have this... I have this... I can do it now because this person's here. No, it's 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 a, it's, it's a building tension. Um, I'd say just be prepared um, for whatever the outcome is. Um... Just keep an extra eye open on people and their moods and their on the way they move, they move and shit like that. Just take care of yourself. Um, if riots happen, riots are going to happen. Just take care of yourself. Uh, yeah, it's kind of an open. I don't have no much. I don't have much to say. Um. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> well. Uh, hopefully, day the rest of the day is cool. The week's weekend, the week is cool. Hopefully, the voting doesn't fucking amplify this fucking craziness. Um, whatever decision it is, just take care of yourself, your people, whatever you're doing. Um, just strive for something better. That's that's all I can say. I mean. And uh, yeah, just take care of your as a self. I'll check in on you next week. I'll see you.